0: for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, I'm Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I'm here as ever with my wonderful co-host. She is Karen the Swim of Solo PR Pro, and she holds us all together. She is the glue. Hey, how are you, Karen? <laughs> is uh, in need of some glue of her own today, Michelle, but I'm good. How are you uh, I hear you. I hear you. Full disclosure, we are recording this on a Monday and it is quite a Monday. I don't know about you all out there listening to this, but I know we started to say it in April that people seem to be waking up. They're coming out of their, you know, COVID strangeness, yeah. dormancy. And boy, May is proving April wrong. May is just like poop, 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 which is great. At the same time, it's like, oh, okay. This is what it was like. <laughs> Monday, this has been the
1: Mondayest
0: of Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. But you know what? <laughs> we are not having quite the same Monday as some other people on the planet. Yeah. We're going to so, have a little fun today. We are a little fun. So, you know, I'll preface this that this is above. Politics. This is not yeah. to say we're not coming down on any political side. This is looking at this particular issue from through a PR lens of yeah. you know what what would a PR pro do? It seems that uh, Steve Schmidt, he is a political consultant slash PR person, has kind of unleashed after some pretty serious accusations made in Meghan McCain's new book. So he's decided to no longer hold back on some truths that he held or some information, I'd say truths that he held, held in confidence <laughs> as part of his yeah. work. And wow. <laughs> yeah, so he,
1: Schmidt, Schmidt is a strategist and yeah. the reason we wanted to talk about this is because it 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 really kind of brought up this topic of As public relations pros, one of the things that we often say to our clients is that you need to treat me like your attorney and tell me everything. Yes. And we ask them to do that because we need full disclosure from our clients. We need to know it all because we need to prepare for it all. And we want to make sure that we are protecting their reputations and the reputation of their brands that we're prepared for any potential crises that could arise from behavior. So sometimes we're privy to information that is sensitive. And the question came up of, you know, this this person was also in a position of protecting confidentialities of a client. However, he was a volunteer. So there was no um, financial transaction or contractual obligation in the same way that we are contractually obligated to our clients. But it's still, it's an interesting topic to explore. In these times that we live in, it seems as though nothing is sacred anymore. And whatever you say or whatever you do, somehow, even if you believe that it is private, it can find its way out into the world. Yes. And yeah, absolutely. things that are taken out of context can often blow up even bigger and can be fully used against you. Um, another recent, you know, pop culture issue was at the Met Gala. Can you tell it's a Monday? Can't say words. <laughs> at the Met Gala, some fans read the lips of Billie Eilish at the party saying, it's weird and thought that she was referring to the person of Cardi B. So they okay. read the list and this all blew up and created this whole thing when yeah. it, Billy described and she texted Cardi B personally to say, I wasn't saying that you're weird. I was saying that the behaviors that were happening around you were weird. But people yeah. saw and looked towards the stage where Cardi <sighs> B was and was talking and made this whole thing. So I use that. It seems like a really extreme thing. And I mean, you know, we know that entertainment lives in its own world, but we also know that we could have clients in these same situations where people believe that they see something, believe that they hear something, or even that we know something. Yes. (laughs) And so the question is, you know, is it ever okay to disclose a client's secret?
0: right right and in this particular instance uh clearly there was no nda in place and probably especially because he was doing it as a volunteer and and if you just you know if you go on twitter or google steve schmidt today you will find uh all of the information he's giving and you know he mentioned he was doing this out of loyalty and because he believed in in you know the work that he was doing and and there's other reasons he didn't want the money which you can read um but <laughs> But yeah, I mean uh, you know, ethically if if you have a client sharing something with you in confidence, it's it's not just because, "Ooh, I want to share this information with you." It, it really it's it's a responsibility to hold that information and to I don't want to say be the caretaker of it, but maybe the know, gatekeeper, but I mean yeah. you, you just you really need to know how to maneuver you know, speaking of context, through the context of the work you're doing, knowing what you know. And, and and honestly, it helps you to be prepared for whatever may come or allows you to prepare. And and that can be, you know, something extremely serious or even something trivial. I say two things to my clients all the time. I'm sure they love me for it. First of all, as you said in the opening, I don't need to know everything, but I need to know everything. Yeah. You know, I, I don't care. but but I do need to know. And also I always joke that I'm the little black cloud coming in troubleshooting, you know, saying, okay, that's fine. However, be prepared if X happens or, you know, we need to be ready for all of these other contingencies for your ultimate good of the client that you're serving. So now I think,
1: you know, as public relations professionals, we are bound by our industry's code of ethics. And yes. we also know that our responsibility is to not only our clients, but their publics. So we do, we have this dual yes. responsibility that is uncommon in a lot of professions. You know, if you hire an attorney, they're not bound to anybody else except for the client. We have a dual responsibility and it's, it's something that I don't take lightly. Right. So my viewpoint is that there are very few instances when you should break confidentiality with or without a confidentiality agreement in place. I don't think that it's ever our place decades later to share your client's trade secrets. I don't think that it's ever our place to air a client's or a brand's dirty laundry. The only instances that I would break that that implicit seal between myself and a client is if it were illegal mm-hmm. and I would work through channels within the company first, um, before I went to law enforcement, if it's something illegal, obviously you don't want to be silent about that. And you definitely don't want to be a part of it. Right. So extricate yourself from that situation immediately and then I think that you owe it to the client to let them know that, you know, what are you going to do about it? Because if you don't take care of this, I am going to report it. If someone's life is in danger, either the client themselves or somebody else, and you know that harm will come, then I think you do have a responsibility to to speak up. And being a whistleblower is really a tough position to be in. If if any of you want to hear a real life account, Paula Padine, who is one of our esteemed colleagues, she's a member of PRSA. She was a whistleblower. It's a very oh, wow. tough position to be in. It it but you have to operate from a a position of strength and a position from an ethical standpoint and an ethical foundation. But other than that, like in this particular instance that we're talking about this uh, vo- former volunteer was actually attacked with the release of a book written by um, John McClain's daughter, Megan McCain. And the book obviously painted him in a very unflattering light and said some very, very tough things. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe not true, but things that I would never want to be accused of or associated with. So I can right. see how you would lose it over something like that. And yeah. this was the this was the straw that broke the camel's back for him that just unleashed an entire tirade of, oh, you want to talk? Okay, for now I'm going to unleash all the secrets. Right. Again, this person was a volunteer, but I think it is a good thing to explore in our profession because we too are bearers of sometimes of those same kinds of secrets. And you know, within the safety of our community, sometimes we have sought advice from others on sensitive situations without obviously compromising the integrity of our relationship with clients. And so sometimes we may know about these same things that this gentleman is spilling. I just don't think it's it's our place to ever share those things unless the parameters are set that, again, it's harmful, illegal.
0: Yeah. And, and yes. and I, And I think this certainly, in his case, was a buildup of a very, very, very long time. And really, you know, the choice to go nuclear like this, I'm sure was not taken lightly. And and I agree with you, if it's illegal, if it's endangering someone's, you know, physical health or safety, you know, then of course, you don't, you know, if you go through the proper channels, and you certainly work to make things right. And, And also keeping in mind, too, you know as as pr professionals alongside the code of ethics that we you know pledge to abide by really your work product is your credibility you know yeah. your, your reputation is everything you know yes we work in the business of managing people's reputations but with that comes our own you know sense of honor and credibility which in this case i think i certainly believe he feels he's defending after all this time of you know people perhaps taking some of his things out of context and whatnot. Yeah. So I,
1: I, I, from his standpoint, I think he reacted as a human being. He yeah. was, you know, you accuse somebody of being involved in a pedophile ring and, and they're not that person. You know, it's like you hit me, I'm gonna hit back harder. Yeah. I don't like this whole culture that has been erected lately. It's very toxic. It's very angry. I'm not a fan yeah. of it. And yeah. I understand how difficult it is when someone says something so egregious about you, so untrue, that would make you want to go nuclear. I, I do. Yeah. I get that reaction. However, public relations professionals, I would caution, don't do it. It's not worth it. And and to what end? What what is that? You know. You haven't corrected the record. You can't take the book out of print. I mean, you can if you go the legal route and try to get the book out of print and prove well, it. <laughs> she only sold libel, 244
0: copies, so it's yeah, okay.
1: Libel is a really hard one to prove legally anyway. Yeah. And so, by you now spilling somebody else's secrets, somebody who, by the way, is dead, I'm not quite sure what objective it achieves other than to make you feel better about the whole thing. But I, I think. Yeah, I think that this lesson is make sure that your clients understand that they have a responsibility to their own brand and to the company brand to ensure that they're protecting their reputations as well. Remind them at every turn that you can't make a comment to a reporter that's off the record and expected Mm -hmm. to stay off the record. You can't. You you do have to be judicious and what you say, what you speak, what you write, the emails that you send, because we've seen, seen that kind of stuff blow up into the public eye as well. Oh, yeah. Take this stuff seriously. Your words really can come back to haunt you. Your actions can come back to haunt you, no matter how private you think it is. And so yeah. I think it's a good you know, reminder for us to just remind our clients that these days, everything's discoverable there's cameras everywhere people can record you without your knowledge and people that are in your trusted circle today may not be in your trusted circle tomorrow and one dispute could lead to someone turning against you and releasing things publicly that you don't want the public to know so yeah, yeah. you know and it's it's sad that this is our life right now but yeah. it's our life
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone has a microphone these days, thanks to social media. And, and it's so true. I mean, if you put it down on paper, and by on paper, I mean, in an email, in a in a forum, anywhere online, text messages, nothing, none of that is, is ultimately hidden. There There's yeah. not a thing that can't be found or dug up. And, you know, so just um, and you know, at the same time, no one's perfect. There is no human being that yeah. is perfect. And, you know, as we discussed at the top of this episode, you know, so much is so quickly taken out of context. So, you know, we're, we're not saying that that you and your clients need to walk on eggshells and be be afraid of every move. But just, you know, if you know those moments when you feel like pulling the trigger on something or writing something, and you're just yeah. like, I just want take a minute count to five or 10 if you need to, and just think, you know what? Is this worth what might happen? Or, you yeah. know, as they used to say, write the letter, but don't send it. <laughs> and write yeah. it on paper that you can burn. That you can burn.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's very therapeutic. I've been there and done that. It is... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a technique that works, or yeah. you know, go have a conversation and say everything that you want to say
0: out loud, out loud, where no one can hear you, and get it off your chest. And, and um, if you watch, if you watch too many episodes of Homeland, do it with water running in case there's a bug.
1: <laughs> there you go. I love that advice. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but we are sort of living like a real life spy novel. Yeah in the times that we live in, you know, you've got, you know, devices that can track you, you've got, you know, you can use your iPhone to as a recording device. It's just, it's a world where, you know, our words and actions really can just show up anywhere. And it's, it's unfortunate. You know, I, I cringe at videos that are taken of people without their knowledge and made into memes to make fun of people in embarrassing situations. It's just, it's an icky time. It really is an icky yeah. time. And although, you know, it's kind of like, ooh, you know, watching these public fights can be some form of entertainment. It also, it's a little sad. It's a little yeah. sad that, that somebody tries to sell books and they, you know, say these things about people that are not founded in truth. And that somebody then is forced into feeling like they have to defend their character. and. Right. I don't want to know all these things about people's personal lives
0: and and their I just don't. I don't wanna know. I have enough I have enough trouble keeping myself straight, let alone worry about other people. But oh, you're right. Really? I mean the, the salaciousness of it is it's 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 dishy and you think, oh my goodness, yeah. what happened for this to happen? Wow. And yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of like if, if when you see a child have a tantrum, and then then you stop and you look around, and the room is a mess, right? And then you think, oh, yeah. I have to put all these things back together again. Yeah. Um,
1: and I don't think know. anybody is thinking about the aftermath of all of their actions, and and the people along the way that you're not thinking about that you're harming. So. And in an effort to protect oneself, you're harming a lot of other people. And I just don't think that that any of us have the right to do that. And as PR professionals, I hope that we hold ourselves to a much higher standard. And I hope we're never forcing that to that position where we even feel like we right. have to disclose the client's secrets. I would rather, you know, I say if you're in a situation with a client that you feel like there's just a little too much that you have to keep confidential and you're not comfortable with it. It's not illegal, maybe it's not immoral, but maybe it's just really pushing the line for you. It's really time for you to exit that relationship and find a client that you can feel good about representing. But you know, even the best of clients can make mistakes. People can say unfortunate things and maybe need to be educated. People can do unfortunate things. We're human beings. We make mistakes. Right. So I don't think a mistake should, you know, put you out for public flogging. Um, no. that, that doesn't seem fair to me either. People should be given the opportunity for redemption.
0: Right. And, and I have seen that just in our culture these days or in the pop culture of, you know, people saying, Oh, you know what? You're right. I have a lot to learn and I'm going to learn it. And, you know, just as a as PR professionals, we have it's really a it's really a rewarding opportunity for us to be that resource to help guide our clients through these situations, Yeah, you know, to be able to take care and give them the best advice to get through with the best outcomes for everyone involved. So, well, we thank you for sipping a little tea with us today and hopefully, (laughs) hopefully it's been time well spent for you. If so, please do share this podcast around. We really appreciate it. And we thank you for joining us for that solo life.